السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله صبحنا وصبح الملك لله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم We ask Allah سبحانه وتعالى for the best of day, this day and for the good of what comes after it We seek refuge in Allah from the evil of this day and the evil that comes after it So today inshallah you know, it's, uh, it's my last Friday khatira in Ramadan. And just like, psh, you know, Ramadan is finished, subhanAllah. A lot of us might, you know, we have a lot of emotions going uh, through our hearts and a lot of thoughts going through our minds right now. Some of us may feel like we're lagging. We missed out on so many opportunities. We didn't do that much. We couldn't have done so much more, subhanAllah. Any of us here feel like, like we're late bloomers, you know, like people figure it out and they get on their game, but we just don't get on it as quick. SubhanAllah, I was thinking of that for myself, of course. And I want us to live the story of a man that lived at the time of the Prophet ﷺ in Medina. This man, his son, his best friend, his family, everyone converted to Islam before him, except for him. And his family were wondering what they can do to get him to convert to Islam. He used to worship a little idol made out of wood. He carved himself. This man's name was Amru ibn al-Jamuh. He used to worship this little idol. And one day his family were thinking, what can we do to convince him that this idol is useless? So every day in the middle of the night, every night in the middle of the night, they would take this idol, they would put a lot of trash and garbage in a hole and put the idol in the midst of it. Sometimes it's like a dead dog's carcass or sometimes it's some garbage, some trash, and they would put the idol in the middle, and he would wake up, and he would find this idol there. And he would take the idol, clean it up, polish it, and put it back, and worship it again. The first night, the second night, the third night, they did the same thing. The third night, he took his sword out, <laughs> and he put it on this idol. He's like, well, life, you can't help yourself. I'm never going to worship you again. Like, no way, every single day, you're being thrown inside this pile of garbage and you can't protect yourself, right? So, the day after, it was in a pile of garbage again. So he said, La hawla, khalas, he broke this idol. And his family said, isn't it time for you to come along and worship? We know you're a latecomer. We didn't tell you, but we've all been Muslim. You're the only one who's not Muslim in the whole family. And he said, La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, khalas. he... He came to Islam. But this particular Sahabi had something like a physical defect with him. This man, Amr ibn al-Jamuh radiallahu an, he walked with a limp. He limped. When the battle of Badr came and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam called the Sahaba to defend al Medina, he said, Whoever wants to come can come. He came out, but his four sons told him, no, 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 no. Look, dad, you have a limp. 
this is a voluntary, you know, exhibition. We're going out. We're not really, you know, just stay. He stayed. And then when he came, he heard about what Badr, and he heard about the angels, and he heard the ayat that were recited about the people of Badr. He felt so deprived. He felt so broken. He felt like he missed out on the opportunity of a lifetime. The Sahaba were, يعني, the Prophet would say, the people of Badr, Allah will overlook their sins. The people of Badr, this, the people of By the time Uhud came, by the time Uhud came, the Sahaba were making, and I just want you to imagine the emotions going through all of the Sahaba. The tribes of Arabia gathered themselves. They're coming in about more than 3,000 men. And they're approaching Al-Madina. Medina is on red alert at this point. Everyone is getting ready. Everyone is preparing. And then this man, Amr ibn al-Jamuh, he comes and he's limping. And his sons tell him, Dad, you have a limp. You're clearly not going to help us in this battle. You have to stay home. He said, Wallah, I will not stay home. I'm going to tell Rasulullah about you. I'm going to go and complain to him about you. You deprived me Badr, but Wallah, you're not going to deprive me this one. He went to the Prophet And he said, Ya Rasulullah. Ya Rasulullah, last time Badr, my, my children prevented me from coming. They said, I have a limp. And now I want to participate in Uhud, but I still have this limp. Ya Rasulullah, please allow me to limp to Jannah with my, with my leg. Ya Rasulullah, allow me to limp to Jannah. I want to limp this leg right here in Jannah, Ya Rasulullah. Allahumma salli alayhi. Look at the sadq. Look at the heart of this, this man. Despite the defect, despite what Allah tested him with, he did not want it to deprive him the ajr of Jannatul Firdaus. Subhanallah. The Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told him, okay, you can come. He went, participated in the battle of Uhud and fought until he was killed, until he was martyred. Radiallahu ta'ala anhu wa ardah. The Prophet ﷺ saw him with the rest of the Sahaba laying in the battlefield where the Sahabas are buried. Hamza ibn Abdul Muttalib, Mus'ab ibn Umayr, and the rest of the Sahabas of Uhud. It was a huge day. And he was there. The Rasul ﷺ saw him. He said, Wallahi, it's as if I see him. It's as if I see him. Limp, without a limp in Jannah, walking with a perfect leg in Jannah. Allahu Akbar. As if I see him walking with a straight leg in Jannah. Take him and do not bury him with the rest of the Sahaba. Here, there's Hamza and Mus'ab, all of them. No, there's another companion, his best friend, his name was Abdullah ibn Haram. Abdullah ibn Haram was his best friend. He said, go and bury him next to Abdullah ibn Haram. For wallahi, they loved each other in this dunya, and they will be buried next to each other until Yawm al-Qiyamah. And he buried them right next to him. Allahu Akbar. Ya Akhwan, 
Every single one of us has a limp. Every single one of us has a struggle. Every single one of us has something holding them back from going towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It can be a sin. Something that we can't get rid of. It could be a bad habit. It could be something in our personality, our character. Something we think it's ingrained in us. Something that's holding us down. For the mothers, it could be like, you know, breastfeeding a child. It could be pregnancy. Something holding us down. May, preventing us from engaging with these spiritual acts like the rest of the people around us. We stand up to pray. Everyone is praying and khasha. Everyone is crying, but I can't shed a tear. Everyone is reading Quran fast, but I can't seem to get it straight. Everyone is learning Arabic to read, but I can't do it. People are memorizing left and right, and I read and read and read, and I can't memorize. Everyone is making money and donating from their wealth for the sake of Allah, but somehow I'm just not getting it. I don't have anything to give for the sake of Allah. I have a limp. But this limp, ya ikhwan, can be what is entering us into Jannah. This limp can be what makes us stand in front of Allah at night and cry on one sincere day and say, Ya Allah, I messed up. Ya Allah, I just can't get it straight. Please, Ya Allah, forgive me for my shortcomings. Ya Allah, I'm trying to get to Jannah. This limp is not going to stop me from trying to get to Jannah. Every time this person falls, they get up again. They get up and they don't let it stop them. They keep moving. They keep going back. Everyone, just like Abdullah, just like Amru ibn al-Jamuh. You can imagine everyone with their horses, running with their regular legs, with all their muscles, and he's just limping behind them. Imagine him in the battle scene. Imagine him limping behind everyone. The last person to get to where it was, but one of the few that actually achieved martyrdom. Yahwan. That limp was what got Amr ibn al-Jamuh to Jannah. If he didn't have that, he would have not became a martyr. If he didn't have that, his answer for Jannah wouldn't have been, his dua for Jannah wouldn't have been answered. Yahwan, let's think about us. You know that limp that we have? You know that limp that we, we all have? That limp can be what is going to enter us into Jannah. As a matter of fact, that limp, that defect, that sin and we keep going back to and repenting and back and repenting and back and repenting, or that, slow, that impediment in ibadah, I can't stand for a long time, I can't read for a long time, I can't pray for a long time, I can't donate a lot of money, all that, that's holding us down. That is Allah's answer to your dua. Maybe we're making dua, Ya Allah, get rid of this limp, day and night, but it's the limp that is the actual answer for our dua. The limp we're making dua to get rid of is the answer for dua. Maybe, perhaps, Allah knows that if He got rid of this limp, 
you wouldn't attain Jannah. And you ask for Jannah day and night, and He wants to give it to you. Ya Ikhwan, what is our limb? Don't let anything hold you down. Just like Amr ibn al-Jamuh, he didn't stop and he didn't let him hold, it back, hold him back. He got up and he continued. He lost an opportunity, but he made it up and he moved forward. And that's what we need to do with our own limps that we have. Did you know? Interesting fact about Amr ibn al-Jamuh. 46 years after Uhud. 46 years after Uhud. A huge, like there's like this, this uh, like a lot of rainfall that came down in Medina and a river formed in the wedge of Uhud. If you guys know how Uhud looks, there's a wedge in the mountain and it formed and it swept away all of the graves of the Sahaba. And one companion was alive then that knew Amr ibn al-Jamuh and Abdullah ibn Haram, Jabir ibn Abdullah radiallahu and he was one of the companions that went to rebury these Sahabas because their bodies had surfaced. Their bodies had surfaced. 46 years later, what do you expect a body to look like? Jabir ibn Abdullah reports in an authentic narration. He said, We were reburying the bodies, but the one that stood out from all of them was Amr ibn al Jamuh. Allahu Akbar. He said, we picked him up. He said, Wallah, it's as if he just was martyred today. And when we smelled him, we were covering our mouths. Abdul, uh, Amr ibn al-Jamuh, he smelled like misk 46 years later. Look at the sidq Allah. If he didn't have that limp, where would he have gotten that status? Ya khwan, don't be sad that we have this limp. Be proud, be happy, and know that it might be the answer to all the du'ats that you made this Ramadan. May Allah, don't let it hold you down. We all have setbacks, but inshallah, we can make it up. Inshallah, we can pick up and become better and continue to stand up and do what's good for ourselves. Inshallah ta'ala. Zakumallah khair. Subhanakallah wa bihamdik. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfiruka wa tubu alaykum. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah. شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن هدى للناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان فمن شهد منكم الشهر فليصم ومن كان مريضا أو على سفر فعدة من أيام أخر يريد الله بكم اليسر ولا يريد بكم العسر ولتكملوا العدة ولتكبروا الله على ما هداكم ولعلكم تشكرون